Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. Before we get into this episode, I just want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. If you love our episodes, please do leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can help more performers for free. And please do share this episode with anyone you think this may help or may enjoy this content. I appreciate you and I'm so, so grateful for your support. Welcome back to episode two of Actors Unscripted. I am joined by my marvellous co-host, Spencer Martinez. Spencer, how have you been? I'm good. It's nice to be back. It's been a little bit over a month, but I'm happy to be back and seeing your face. I and know. This, yeah. It's been a long... <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's been a really long month. No, it's been a... Um, it has felt like ages since we did our last catch-up. Like, so much has happened. So much. And I think you're probably more tired than I am. I mean, I don't know. You're trying to move house and audition at the same time. And they're two of the most stressful things I believe you can do in life. So, <laughs> Well, that's what they say. Like, it's a really high rating of divorce if you're auditioning and moving at the same time but Jake and I are staying strong it's been great (laughs) that's good it's good when you've got a little unit and people who support you around you because that's so important not only with this industry but when you're having like times where there's stuff happening in your personal life and in your career it's a lot (laughs) yeah absolutely and I'm sure like being able to like being a show is nice because then you're kind of like in this moment where you don't have to be auditioning and you get to enjoy it and and what was that like like getting back into doing a show um it was a lot harder than I thought actually I was like ah, oh, this will be so nice to be back performing and don't get me wrong it's been amazing to be back performing like I'm so so grateful for this contract I'm having the best time and my company are amazing and it's a lot of fun but Honestly, I thought I'd find it a lot easier to go into a show because I do class each week for like two hours with my group and, you know, um, we run a full class and we've just come out of doing a show together each week, kind of doing rehearsals and stuff. So I figured like going into a paid contract, it wouldn't be that much more. Um, In terms of brain, I knew endurance wise, it'd be a lot harder because it's every day and it's long days and it's a lot of energy for shows and things. But rehearsals, it really knocked me for six, actually, at how different it is. It wasn't so much turning up. Obviously, it was incredibly fun, but it wasn't turning up for fun. It was very much, right, you're being paid to be here. Let's go. You know, it was like straight in. Um, This is rehearsal. I thought like day one, we might like get introduced and like get to know each other and um, talk about what this contract would entail. And it was like straight in with the table read, straight into rehearsals and getting it up on its feet on day one. And I was like, oh my gosh, my brain. Um, And in this show, there's multi-rolling, but a lot of the time you're playing your own opposite and you're finishing each other's sentences. Um, so trying to get my brain around that because I actually know seven tracks 
it was oh my um, God. going from just having like one part that I rehearse each week and I bring back to a class to then going into every day learning seven people's positions, costume changes, lines, directions. It was a lot. <laughs> but And yeah. how did you how did you train for that? So are you like excuse me, I'm like, no, I'm sick because you I just caught what you have. Sorry. Um no, um are you like writing notes do you have like an ipad are you like how are you keeping all those tracks like super specific so obviously i love to save the trees but i do feel like i need a printed copy just because i make so many notes and i feel like if it was on technology and also i really like looking through it last thing before you go to bed at night and I have this thing about being on technology before bed like it will stimulate me so if I can have a paper copy where I can sit in bed and read through all my notes and double check everything and scribble out and cross things out and it's just a lot clearer for me to see the full picture and be able to flick quite easily um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I feel like having a hard copy was great and I went through and highlighted I had a different color for each character and then any direction was also highlighted in that color so that I could see clearly what position they're in, what direction they're in. It was just a lot of organization um, and a lot of going through things at the end. My rehearsal day didn't finish at the end of rehearsals. By the time I'd driven home and I'd eaten dinner and showered and made my lunch for the next day, it was like, right now I need to spend an hour, two hours going over my notes, checking I know what I'm doing. Um, so it was, it was more challenging than I thought. It was a bit of a shock to the system, a great shock. Um, lovely to be back in a, in in work and performing again and very, very grateful for the pushes for the position I'm in. But, um, yeah, it really did shock me at how much, not only my body and how much physically more demanding it was than I thought, but the brain and my brain just wasn't ready for that level of shock <laughs> you're like help me but everyone else is swinging too like during the yeah. show so everyone is kind of in the same boat it's not like you're the swing and you have to do all of it right yeah we have got a swing as well who does the same as us in case both because co- there's two companies um because they're really mm-hmm. long days and there's a lot of show each day we have two companies so one company will do one day and the next person will do the next day um, and we have a swing that will flip between whoever's needed on the busier days. Um, and they learn the same as us and we all learn kind of the same. Um, some of the other team don't have as many parts to do just because of the way it's fallen. Um, and one of my team is only playing one role. Um, but other than okay. that, the rest of us are all swinging. So it's a little bit of a brain melt, but we're in it together and exactly surprises do happen we sometimes (laughs) shock each other on stage um by saying each other's lines but we we get through it and we blag it and it's wonderful and it's fun for us if nothing else (laughs) exactly exactly well you're keeping it real it's live theater it's supposed to be in the moment and that's the fun part about it do you anyone in the cast have you been like oh they did a good job like prepping yeah, I think I think all of them kind of, um, all of them in a way, in different ways, kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. brought something different and brought something new that I hadn't seen before. And in terms of prep, it was very clear I was in a room with very hardworking, passionate 
professional individuals and um I thought I'm I'm a super early person like we were discussing in the last episode that that oh, yeah. like, we have to be before our call time and I thought being like the crazy person I am with timing I thought I'd be the only person there like sometimes call time is say if call time's nine o'clock I will be there by quarter past eight like just to make right. sure I've got plenty of time if there's a crash on the road because I've got a 40 minute journey if there's a crash or anything I've got plenty of time to still get there and if I get there I can make myself a cup of tea have a chat like do some TikToks whatever exactly. I need to do before but for me a call time is is the time you need to be there and ready to go, not the time you kind of rock up. Um, So I thought I'd be the only one there. And literally, I was like, third there, 45 minutes early. You know, um, we were were all very similar. And we all still, even now, we've done all rehearsals. We're into the middle of the run. and we're running through until January and we're still all getting there at least 40 minutes before call time. And it's really nice to be in a room with individuals who who have fun but take the work super seriously and are there and are present. That's mm-hmm. really, really lovely to be a part of. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I've been in shows where there are people they don't want to be there. They're looking for something else, like something, what's next for them and it's like hard, but it's hard on a company too, because you don't feel like that huge, like family feeling. We're all in this together. We're all doing this. When one person is kind of like, ah, I want to do something else or they're always late. And it's it's hard and it doesn't really bring the company together. Yeah. And I feel like what's nice is we're all super professional and really dedicated to our work. We're all early. We're all on time. We all make sure we know everything and everything's done. But we also have dressing room games that we continue to play. Um, If we feel we need to get our energy up or our brain switched on, we bring out Bananagrams, which is a great game. Don't let my (laughs) fellow company hear me saying that because they get very passionate about playing this game. So I sometimes do step out and let them go head to head um, because it's too much for me sometimes. But I've never heard of this game. Ever. It's like freelance Scrabble, but it gets very competitive. Um, oh my god! It's a lot of fun. It does switch the brain on, but I, I have to choose when I need a cup of tea and a sit down, and when I need to get my brain on. So depending on which, yeah. I'll um, I'll join in. But there's also games where we throw balls at each other's heads with Velcro on and try and attach it. And we love that. Heads down, heads charades, all of the kind of normal things we kind of rotate between the few to kind of keep it um we do play a few pranks on each other because on 18 show days like yeah you oh gotta mix it up you know so we Does everyone we do. hear that everyone hears that she's doing 18 shows a day <laughs> I just want everyone to understand that I almost like fell over in my chair when I heard her say that I'm like not off she's like no yeah 18 shows I just want to clarify, it's not like a two-hour show. <laughs> it's for families and young children. So it's like 20 minutes, um, which is if an intense 20 minutes because even if you're not on stage, you're quick changing to get back on again. So it is a full-out 20-minute show. And then you do it 18 times. So you'll have 20 minutes, a 10-minute break, 20 minutes on, 20-minute break, 10, 20 minutes on, 10-minute break. And it goes like that for, like, 13 hours. So that's why there are two teams, because you you have a day on, and then you need a day to recover. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like it actually might be harder than doing, like, a two-hour show. 
because in the two hour show you're you're going unless you're the lead you're going to have a lull mm. you're going to have a moment but like you're on the whole entire time and it might be for the part that you just played like your counterpart so now you have to revamp and figure out who am I playing next because it goes so fast you're probably like uh am I this person or am I this person at this moment I don't know yeah that's that that is the brain melt when you're playing your direct opposite and you've just done a show where you're the opposite (laughs) it is it is yeah it, it does mess with your brain massively but um thankfully we're quite into the routine of it now and we're getting our heads around it but um yeah it has caused a few um minor errors not that the audience have noticed but you know live theater and pantomime things people live for things to go wrong it's not like a normal show they love to see pranks happen and people caught on stage um they love to see ridiculous things happening and I oh, feel like there's you... definitely those moments. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's the reason why the show, The Play That Goes Wrong, has done so well. Oh, it's like, the free... if anyone hasn't seen that show, it's great. I don't know. Is it on the West End still? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, it's not on um, on Broadway, but there was a, they have it on, on TV. I feel like I watched it and I was like, this is hysterical. Like, yeah. I was being myself. It's a really good show. But that's why I feel like it does so well, because everyone needs a little good laugh. Yeah, and I think sometimes the spontaneity of not knowing what's going to happen, you, you can tell, and it's brilliant, and it's fresh, and it's funny, and all those wonderful mm-hmm. things. So yeah, it it is a wonderful, wonderful contract to be on. There's definitely moments where my brain has melted, but it, overall, <laughs> it's an incredible <laughs> thing to be part of. Good, 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 good. I'm glad. Um, and... When we were talking about, um, I think we could talk about Mindhunter now because working with someone and what is it like working with another person that has a different acting style than you and how that feels because um, if anyone hasn't seen the show Mindhunter. It's incredible. Is it Mindhunter? Yeah. It's, It's great, but working with someone, I mean, I'm a, I'm a full Meisner actor, so I haven't done method have you Beth have you no I haven't yet had the opportunity but I don't know how I deal with it right so I I do have a friend Lauren she um she's a directing major at Pace but she did her undergraduate for acting and she was in Meisner but what they make them do that's what they make them do but they have the directing majors also take an acting class and it's a method and so she got to see the difference from, like, a director's point of view and from, like, an actor's point of view. And she goes, there are some things where I like method acting because I think it pulls from something. But you have to be so aware and, like, still make it safe for you. But she's also, like, I do think every actor should take different kinds of acting classes because you get to see, like, what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I've been in acting classes where um, we've kind of gone through pain and we envision a pain and we have to walk differently and breathe differently with that pain and really, and then you actually came away from that class and we were all made to sit down for half an hour before we drove anywhere because we were all in 
real life pain you convince your brain that you're once you've been holding yourself in a way and things like that so I feel like it can be super helpful because it really can trick you into weird and wonderful things but it is it is a risky a risky business and I feel like there needs to be a strong line between method acting and dangerous behavior really absolutely yeah and I also feel like it they need to know like yes I understand it's like you're on like you're in the tv show you're doing this and then you get off and you're still in that space but I feel like there needs to be like hey this is this is me right now and it's really great to meet you but this is what I'm doing and just so there's like some clarity for other people that you're working with so they know what's going on because they're you don't want to I mean not to be crazy but you have to they have to tell the other people like what how you're working and what that's like for other people yeah I think it's so important because it's not just you that you're affecting sometimes when you're when you're in method like obviously I was watching the Dharma series on Netflix yeah and with a role that is as dark and scary and you know manipulative as that you have to be in a zone and I fully respect that you know I don't want to interfere with actors process when they're trying to hate you and you're being lovely and bringing them cups of tea that ain't gonna help um right right but there is a point where you cannot be that person that you're doing the film about like you're gonna make like the people who are the crew and on set they are not in character and if you treat them how your character would treat them that's just gonna make them hate coming to work and not want to work with you and things like that and I think there's a very dangerous line of staying in character even between takes if someone comes up to you and is like sorting your costume out or whatever there needs to be that right they are working as well like Right. I can have my method, but I need to understand that they need to do their job effectively mm-hmm. and be in a safe space as well. And I think sometimes really? that line gets blurred. Oh, they're a method actor. They have a process. It's fine for them to have a process. They don't want to talk. They should let you know, and that's fine. But right. being abusive or rude or aggressive or anything like that, I think just crosses a massive line. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you read that he didn't talk to anyone, right, on set? Yeah, and I think I think that's perfectly... I don't know, obviously, the full scale of it um, in terms of, obviously, I wasn't on set. But I, I heard that he didn't talk oh, to people. Oh, you were? I thought you were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish. Um, but, yeah, no, I heard that he didn't talk to people on set, which is totally, you know, I understand. If you've got to play someone with a really dark dark role like that and you've kind of got to be isolated I totally understand it um and one of the other actors was saying they came up and they forced him to say hello to them each morning because they needed to know that they were working with someone and I understand that from their perspective as well um but I think I'd leave them to get on with their process as long as they aren't being harmful or toxic (laughs) I don't mind if they need to because it's a really hard role so you know you do you um, but I do think there has to be strong lines. And when you start affecting other people, like I've heard about people who are being serial killers or stalkers in films have gone out and stalked people. That's not okay. <laughs> like 
that's just and there's been three that's reports over the last year of people who are playing these types of roles actually like following people or and you're like no that's just, that's just not okay you know i i've never had to play a role like that and i don't know what i would do like you are but like don't you not to say you i would i would probably just read and like watch like films and stuff mm. and that kind of stuff and like learn the characteristics like this is weird but i took a in college i took a crim class criminology class and it was so interesting to learn about, like, human behavior. Mm-hmm. So, like, about the strain theory. So, like, are you born good? Are you born bad? Are you not, like, born with anything? And so it's interesting to see now people playing serial killers. And you're like, okay, like, how are they playing this person? Are they playing them that they were born a certain way and their other, like, their parents did something to them and that's why they make these decisions or whatever. And that story with Dahmer is kind of like that. Like the people, what his father did, they were doing roadkill and they were going through like the body parts and how he needed like personal gratification all the time. Yeah. And, and he was so I'm lonely like, as well. Like the empathy yeah, I have that? for that. Like I, he just wants exactly. to be with people. Well, it's like you catch yourself because you're like, oh, I feel bad for him. And then you're like, wait, hold on. He just like killed all yeah. of these like people. Yeah. And no one did anything. Whatever. So you definitely catch yourself. But I don't know how I would get ready for a role like that. Like knowing, like, I wouldn't stalk anyone. First of all, everyone, I'm not going to stalk anyone. Or I'm not going to kill anyone either. But I don't know what I would do. No, I think I would watch a lot of these true crime drive truth that didn't come out as words that was just that was just noise um yeah I would watch a lot of these true crime dramas and a lot of interviews with them to kind of understand because as an actor I don't feel I can ever judge someone I'm playing I need to understand why they are the way they are no one is just evil for the sake of being evil there's always a reason why they are like that with Dharma he was really lonely and you know there were so many red flags in his childhood and things that were missed that should have been looked after and if he he's gotten the right help maybe this none of this would have happened I'm not condoning his actions I think they were absolutely horrific but I think you know that there is a reason for the way he is he was never doing any of it to be malicious he wanted them to be with him and things like that so it's kind of understanding what is going on in their brain it doesn't mean it's right but just understanding why they are the way that they are is important and I think that would be enough to be like, okay, this is what I why it would drive me to do that. I would never mm-hmm. kind of cross that line into the part where it's affecting other people's lives. Because being Absolutely. stalked, that's not okay. That's life changing. That's yeah, no, that's very weird. And you're passing oh, no. on trauma. Like that's just Absolutely. Well then it's also I think after you graduate uh, school and you're with the same class for four years and you're working on the same like technique and you think that everyone else has the same technique as you and you're like oh great so they know exactly what an action is or they know exactly what a what if or like that kind of things and then you think that's how everyone works and it's not and then after you graduate and you do your first show with someone you're like oh there's like different I mean our school I talked about different techniques but we didn't like really do a huge deep dive on those but, like, you're still like, oh, okay. People work very differently. 
and mm-hmm. you're able that's awesome and you want to be you don't ever want to shut someone else out for doing a different technique but it's also you have to learn how to work with that in the confines of your skill as well yeah absolutely and I feel like to have the most collaborative process because all of our work is kind of collaborative to have that you kind of have to understand that people are going to work in different ways and adapt the way you work with each individual person to get the best out of it um and I feel like that is a skill and something that can be quite hard to do especially like you say if you've been in class with the same people you kind of get to know them and you forget that that exists but when you go into a first day of rehearsals and it's all new people you're like oh (laughs) they work completely differently and that's great it doesn't mean they're right or wrong and it doesn't mean you're right or wrong um but it just means you need to be able and open to adapting your methods to to accommodate and to get the best out of people yeah absolutely and that's sometimes a struggle yeah for sure oh god did you ever have to do that (laughs) yes um yeah yeah I've quite a bit actually in terms of I've had quite a lot of different jobs with different people from different backgrounds and I think it is trying to understand where they're kind of coming from can sometimes be quite confusing especially when you've got controversial roles um but I feel like you are who you're with and you've got to I always believe kindness empathy and understanding is the way you've got to go with everything so I will always seek to be understanding and kind and help wherever I can and kind of um make it as easy for them and as easy for myself in that process so it, it can be especially when you've got a personality that maybe you know is quite um opposite to the ones you like working with I think it is difficult um, but there are ways around that that you can make work for you. And I think as long as you know how to do that and you're patient and you kind of give them the time to understand them, um, yeah. then then I think you'll be onto a winner no matter what and who you're with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just being open. Yeah, I for think sure. that's so important. How's the last month been for you? Because like I said at the start, you have been moving house and trying to get back auditioning. And that is a lot of stress right there. Oh, So how absolutely. has it been for it's, you? It's been good. It's, you know what? We, it's been a, such a good learning experience. So when we finish this podcast, I'm like, great. I'm going to audition. We're going to get this together. It's great. So the first week I had like five, six auditions. I'm like, ooh, okay. I'm feeling it. I'm I'm feeling the vibe. I I'm I'm loving it. And I was like getting in for more film, like commercial stuff. So I'm like, okay, great. I missed that. And also, like, there was a time where I didn't have a reader. So Jake, who is not an actor, had to be my reader. And <laughs> God, I love him, but there, he's he could be really great sometimes. And I'm like, God, he's gonna get put in this commercial before I am. Like, what? And I'm like, I'm just wait. I'm literally just waiting for someone to be like, oh, yeah, like, just put him in. Just, we don't want the girl. We want the guy. He sounds great from behind the, uh, from behind the self-tape. Um, but we did a, we did a couple, and 
he's been really, really great. He's really supportive of that, which was awesome. Because it kind of, like, my schedule got crazy. I was, like, doing them at nighttime. I was doing them really, really early in the morning because I had to work or whatever. Um, and then the second week rolled around, and I was getting a couple of auditions, but not as much. And I think it's just, like, you have – because I'm submitting myself, so it's, like, what they're doing at that week, like, what's casting looking for, like – there were a lot of things I did not fit for. And for me, it's really important to submit something that I feel like I'm right for. Like, I don't ever want to push the envelope. Like, oh, I I could. I could be this. But if I'm seeing um, Hawaiian for Lilo, you have to be Hawaiian for the, the Lilo and Stitch live action. I'm not going to submit myself for that. Absolutely not, because that's not who I am and that's unfair to take another um take a spot from someone that has um lived that life and I have not so there's been a couple of those things where I'm like all right like it just isn't my week and then the week after that I had like zero and I'm like oh okay so I'm like wondering if it's like I'm not looking hard enough or uh just the audition season's like kind of in a lull now because it's like Christmas time. They've everyone's auditioned in like their Christmas shows or um, some pilot stuff. And um, same thing with theater, like everyone's been doing like their film or their Christmas stuff. So I'm like wondering, okay, it's, it's a little bit of a lull. And then last week I just didn't even audition because it was Thanksgiving. Love it. And we're moving. And I'm like, Wah. so. Right now, I feel like I haven't done anything because it's just been, like, a week of not auditioning. Um, but the first, like, two weeks were really good, and I missed it. Um, but, yeah, I'm, like, ready to get back, and hopefully there's more auditions to come. I think it's important not to, yes, obviously, analyse things that are going on in the industry. But there's a point where it's completely out of your control. And it's important right. for you to remember you're not doing anything wrong. It's not that you're not working hard enough or that, you know, it'll just be that that week there was loads of stuff that came up that you were right for and mm-hmm. it was great. And then the other weeks, they're not looking for that. There's trends and there's peaks and there's troughs. And I think it's okay to ride that coaster. And if it's slow, you know how to be productive. You know what you can be doing to like keep moving forward so exactly exactly yes it's a numbers game but don't worry if their numbers aren't coming in as long as you're pushing yourself I think that's the main thing to remember because I get like this and I see people who are doing like four self-tapes a day and things like that especially on (laughs) on TikTok and things but then one of the people who I watch who you may know who I'm referring about is a US actress she's incredible she's just hit 100k Sarah you know Sarah right and she's amazing and she works so hard but she's also been in the industry so much longer than 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 me and she says that all the time in her videos she's like remember I've been doing this for years which I think is a nice reminder because otherwise I still compare myself to her I'm like I'm not getting what she's getting and you know I'm not in those commercials and I'm not getting that many auditions a week but then it's important for us to remember that we're at different places in our journey and that's okay yes absolutely I I love watching her stuff and her I love when she says like when she'll post a video like this is what my audition looks like and this is what 
what happened and these are the people that was that got booked for that part and I think it's really awesome to see her like what she auditioned for in that week because I'm like oh I auditioned for that too like that's so funny but it's just nice to see someone just being like really transparent and being like okay like yes I have been in this industry for a while and she did say I don't know like it was like maybe like two weeks ago she was like yeah like this week I like had like one audition and it was weird and you're like okay so like yes it's not just me but you also don't need to have someone else say like I don't I'm not auditioning and it's fine you just have to know that there are some lulls and like that's okay and so what to expect and what are you doing in those times where you're not auditioning like what are you working on what are you doing and I think one of the most annoying things is when it rains, it pours. Like this Christmas, I right all year, I've it's been quite slow. I've been working on getting all my reels updated and my agent and shooting loads of new stuff and getting a few new credits. But credits haven't been my priority this year. It's getting all the footage up so that I can apply to the next level of credits. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I haven't worked as much as I'd like to this year. Um, and I've been applying for loads of things, but it's just not been the way I've either been too short, too tall. I spent three months auditioning for one project, got to the final, and then I they cast everyone else and I just didn't fit in terms of age with everyone else. So they cast someone who was a bit older than me. Uh, things like that, that just, you know, when you put your all into, oh, hopefully I'm going to get this and you've got to concentrate on, you know, um, the auditioning. But there's been months where I've been out of work and then like this Christmas I got three offers and I'm like I haven't worked all year why couldn't they have been nice little blocks oh my god do you know what I mean like all year round I've been available and now you all want to do something and I can (laughs) only do one thing why <laughs> or does it does it ever happen like when just even in an audition like someone calls you in like oh, we'd love to for you to do this audition can you bring it in like in like two days and you're like I'm going away or I I have something else like that I'm doing or I'm in a show and you're like really like when I'm like the most busy and I'm like my head I feel like I'm running around with like my head cut off this is when you need an audition for me really okay great yeah like that's just Typical. it's the best though at the same time we should be really I'm I'm grateful for those moments though because then they keep you grounded yeah like this is what I want to do and I'm excited to be able to submit myself and yeah and just do it yeah I'm so grateful that you know it is that way but sometimes it can be frustrating because when it rains it pours and when it's a drought it is a drought there is nothing that's coming your way and it's months and it's very frustrating and then it's really exciting when you get offers, but then they conflict and you can only do one thing. That That is frustrating. And, uh, you know, um, but, you know, I'm very grateful to have had offers. And it's because I've worked over the last few years that I've kind of shown up and done these smaller jobs to be able to be referred on. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's not getting new auditions or getting my feet in the door. It's definitely, um, this one has been through my agent, but previously it's just been on recommendations of oh this person worked for us and they did a good job so you know but it is really it is really tough um and I think there's definitely there's just months where there's there's nothing and keeping yourself going is so important because those times can get really tough in May of this year I really struggled because 
I, from January through to March, I was keeping myself quite busy. And then March hit, we didn't move it. And then I came back and then I had nothing for like three months. And in May, I was starting to panic. I was like, I've got no money coming in. Like it really kind of hit home. And that was the first time where I was like, don't know how I'm going to make ends meet. Um, But thankfully in the end, in the end, something came up. But I think it just shows that every thing that happens, happens for a reason. Everything that's meant to come your way will come your way. And sometimes it's a lesson to hold out. You just got to grit your teeth and get through it a little bit and then it will be okay. But it will always be okay. That's the thing. It's shown me it will always get there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm living it. I'm living it right now. I'm living a drought. I'm excited. But in the new year, like you say, new year, new stuff's going to be coming up. I know that's and but see that's the good thing so it's like let's get like the little auditions out so I can like get my memory and my memorization and where I need like my self-tape what do I like what are all the other little things that I need to improve my stuff and like work on that until like the big auditions come and I'm like okay I'm ready I feel ready I feel confident I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm just being able to be the character and I think you're doing amazing things as well like not just with your acting career but obviously like you're moving home not only that you're running limelight and that's going so well and I think there will be thank you I know it might not feel like it right now but all the hard work you're putting in it does pay off so I think just trust that you are doing the right things because you really are you're working so hard and I think it's it's sometimes just trusting the process that you will eventually see the results sometimes we can't see them but eventually mm-hmm. you will you will get the reward for it so trust yeah. trust where you're at because I think you're at a great place oh, thank you that means a lot thank you honey that's okay I mean it's true I think you're you you're doing great and I think it's it can be really tough but you're you're doing amazing so mm-hmm. credit to You're you. doing amazing, sweetie. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that part. Um, I know we have a couple of questions um, yeah. for the podcast. Do you want me to ask them? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So Rachel had a question. Um, in this time of online auditions, what is necessary for equipment for your self-tapes? So I would say... What do you say? A plain... If you don't have any backdrops that you've bought, I think a plain white wall is fine. So if you've got a plain wall in your house, great. Um, If you don't, like, and you've got really jazzy wallpaper and you're worried about it being the focus of your self-tape, which I've seen, um, then hang up a sheet. Like, iron a sheet and get it hung up. It's not obviously the most quick or effective option but if that's the only thing you've got to your disposal and you're only doing the the odd audition self-taping then that is a good fix for you if you're doing it full-time then you might want to look at something that's a bit more investable I've just invested in two colored pop-up backgrounds because I do have a lovely big white wall which I'm very lucky to have in my house um which is funnily enough set up all the time. I don't have to set my wall up in my home. Um, but I have now invested in a rail and some pop-up backgrounds that I'll be able to hang up and they're pop-up rather than sheets because 
I bought a sheet once and it needed ironing every time. And I was like, look, I've not got time no. to iron <laughs> every time no, I have something. Well, I'm, glad that you, I'm glad that you want to iron the background because I've seen so many people post like their self tapes and I'm like, please iron the background. Like it drives yeah. me crazy. It looks really just creased like it, and unprofessional and I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just exactly. look at it I'll... rather than me and the self tape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm staring at that the whole time. I have the uh, newer um, chroma key backdrops. Like, it's the blue side and the green side. And just, like, pops up and pops back in. That's what I bought. Oh, really? It's great. Here's the thing. When you want to close it up, just have some patience. <laughs> fold it okay. up. First of all, you just fold it up like a taco. And then it, it literally rolls in. And like, kind of gets in that little formation of like the circle, but it takes a moment, so it'll be fine. But I'm that's like my only like thing that I don't like about it is that like you need like a hot second to put it back down, but it's so easy and it doesn't wrinkle, and you can kind of put it anywhere because there's like little clips on it, so you could really just like find a nail and just like put it on there, and it's great, super professional. Yeah, I feel really lucky because I do have a spare room in my house now, so I think it will just be up the just, rest just of the live. time. Just let it live. Yeah. And I also think those colors are good for any skin tone because you have the blue and you have the green, so, like, that works for everyone. Yeah, um, I find the blue is so flattering. I think it looks great on every single person, like, no matter what they're doing and no matter what you wear as well because I've seen people wear green tops in front of a green screen. I'm like, no, no don't do it. No. I can't no. see you. You're a floating head. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, no. That's, that's concerning. What about, like, lighting? What do you have for lighting? I have a ring light. Now, there's lots of controversy about ring lights because people say you can see the rings in your eyes. Personally, I've never yeah. not booked a job because there's been a ring in my eye. <laughs> I, if, <laughs> if I'm not getting a job, it's for other reasons. It's not because there's a I ring in my I eye. I tell you that. I'm sorry, we're not putting you on because we can see the ring. Yeah, because funnily enough on set, they won't have those. Um, But yeah, I've bought now reflectors as well so I can bounce it up. And the reflectors are amazing because there's like an inside one, which is like a soft white to just give a soft reflection. Um, Then there's a silver side and a gold side and it makes it warmer or colder and you can bounce off the light and light up evenly. So I'm going to give that a test. I'll let you know how it all goes maybe next month or on TikTok or something. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to adapt my setup. It was, it was fine and it was working for me, but I think just to level up because obviously back in January, that's it. Contract ends and back out auditioning again. Um, Exactly. I need to be ready for that. And I want to take it to the next level again now. So soon as I get any money, spend it all and reinvest in myself. And then it is reinvesting. That's how I've got to look at it. It's not just me spending money. Exactly. I mean, Christmas is coming up. So you can always ask this stuff for Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, I use a ring light too, but I also make sure that it's far away where you really can't see the rings. Yeah. Unless you're doing like a really big like close-up moment for film TV, um, you're kind of like screwed for that one. But I did see someone post about it. They're like studio like panel like lighting kit and it's really good for um, like if you're traveling and this is another, this is another thing. So if you travel a lot and you always need to have a little setup with you, no matter where you are, because 
it will probably happen where they're going to ask you like, Hey, could you just shoot this stuff for me? This has happened every time, every time I'm in Europe, literally every time, every time Jake and I are away, I get a self tape asked. I'm like, <laughs> Oh God, I can't, I can't do this in a hostel. Are you kidding? Like there's like, people are gonna be like, what is happening? So you have to find like the right stuff. Um, and the studio panel lighting kit, that's what it was. It was it's really, really great. There's like little like black lighting boxes and you can just bring them, put them in your bag. They charge. They're coming with like little stands if you want them, or you could just like place them up against the wall or something, just so you have like some lighting. Um, also, even if you were talking about, you were talking about the background and uh, a sheet's great or a wall's great, just make sure that you don't have a shadow behind you. So you could always just bring the lighting farther out where you won't have, and you walk forward. And so if you're closer to the wall, you'll have a bigger shadow. Yeah, and I think if you're doing it for theatre and you're doing a wider shot, don't worry too yeah. much. But if you're doing it close up, that's when you've got to kind of make it as crisp as you possibly can. Um, so mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it varies depending on the shot, but in your space, you should hopefully be able to adapt it and make it make it right. Absolutely. <laughs> make it right for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. What about, um, do you use your phone when you audition or are you using it or do you use a camera? No, I use my phone. Um, yeah, so do we. I think it's just the highest quality camera that, you know, I have at my disposal that I can easily set up. Um, I think it's really clear. I really enjoy being able to watch it straight back and things. So yeah, no, I much prefer using my phone than setting up a camera. I used to do that and it was so much hassle. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, then to attach mics it. and stuff. And... Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. And you always have to do it horizontal, not vertical. And you film yourself tapes. Yeah. Always horizontal, not vertical. And what I also like is that if you ever need clips for content to show what you've been doing behind the scenes, you can, if it's on your phone, you can easily chop it up on like CapCut, free editing app, mm-hmm. get it on there, edit on TikTok, whatever you need to do. Obviously, you don't post anything that's confidential or that, you know, isn't aired yet. But if you do it without sound and you just, it's like three seconds of the one minute tape, then that's fine as long as you don't say what it's for. Um you know, things like that, you can then quickly edit it into content. So that's ideal. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's perfect for, like, when you have your, um, when they ask for, like, a full body photo of you. And so you can do your full body, then you could do your audition, and you can send another full body or when you're looking to the left and the right and how they like to see your profile for commercial auditions. Yeah, and your hands. hands. Do you get that? Yeah. (laughs) And your hands. Don't forget the hands. (laughs) Oh, oh my god. My god. Can I tell I think I'm actually gonna do because there was a moment where I'm like, oh I'm gonna get my nails done. And then they asked for like a photo. It was like for um it was for Taco Bell. And I was like, Great, I love Taco Bell. This is awesome. Um, but it was me like like clean hands and like the one time I go get my nails done and I can send in a photo of my hands like like this and like this. And yeah, I was like, all right, I have to get them cut off. So I had to go and like spend more money to get them taken off. But it's just like one of those moments where just have an actual stock photo of your hands. If you have your nail polish on at some point, that's fine. But just have a photo of your hands, a good photo. Yeah. And I also feel like I only ever get 
natural nails because then if I have a self tape or anything they probably won't be able to see or if it is it's just like nudie pink so it's the same as what my nails roughly look like anyway I never try and wear bright colors because if I get a self tape I want to have to take it all off and then like do you know what I mean it's like so much easier if they're this is what happens when I try to be fun and cute and (laughs) I try to get fun nails absolutely not um if you're on holiday season i think it's perfectly fine if you're not in a show to do it but um yeah i try and avoid it year round because i if i do get it it's like nice and natural so that no one will notice worst case scenario i get called in for a job do you know what i mean because it's it is something exactly. to think about all the time i get right. so many shots of my hands so there you go guys if you're wanting to be an actor be careful about when you get your nails done that's our advice for the day yeah <laughs> absolutely or your toes I've gotten so I've been asked like send pictures of like my feet that sounds really weird but for like foot <laughs> modeling <laughs> Jake's always like are you sure like that's what like they're asking you for like shoes I'm like yes and he's like you never know there's some like weird people just want to see pictures of your feet I'm like my feet aren't that cute <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> like what but yeah there's a couple of like I had to do one for, like, a foot mask, like, an audition for a foot mask, and I had to do, like, a close-up of my feet and, like, me wrapping a towel around my foot and, like, how I would put, like, um, like a mask on my foot and all this stuff. It's very, it was very, very weird. That's, like, the fun thing about commercial auditions. You're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, you never know what you're going to get asked. Someone asked me the other week, what should I expect from an audition? And I said, the unexpected, like... Absolutely. sometimes you'll go in and it will be what I consider to be normal and I'm saying that with quotation marks where you go in you meet the panel they say when you're ready you do your thing they're like okay do it again but like this or you know and then you do it and thank you we'll be in touch in the next few weeks that normal sometimes you'll be playing tag sometimes you'll be doing mm-hmm. a catwalk sometimes mm-hmm. you know you're throwing things uh sometimes you're doing we I did a one this year and we had to rave until someone started singing and then we all had to be silent and someone just had to sing their audition song like out the blue bearing in mind we got told pop so there was a number of ballads so it was rave 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 listen to someone sing Adele rave rave rave. it was the weirdest so you expect the unexpected because I don't know what to tell you absolutely I mean the, I remember when my when I had an agent, they were like, "All right, so I think this is I think it's they're a little it's a little too old for you, but just still go." I'm like, "All right, that's concerning," and I have a baby face and whatever. And they're like, "All right, so you and your dad are getting married, or you're not you and your dad are getting married. You're getting married, and your father's walking down the aisle. That would be an even weirder commercial." Yeah. Um, you you guys are walking down the aisle, and then all of a sudden it breaks into um, you guys dancing, like a father-daughter dance, and, it, and it's like silly, like dance was so cute. But everyone had an, an other actor with them. So they had um, like older men showed up, other older men actors. They were there, and I'm like, oh, like I can't wait to meet mine. Like this is going to be so cute. I love this. No one showed up. So I had to like dance by myself, which so I'm acting with a fake father. Everyone else had dance moves with their father at this point, so because everyone was like going in front of us, I'm like, okay, great. So I had to dance by myself, 
and they were like, can you do like the worm? Like, can you do like all these other dance moves? I'm like, sure, fine. Like, I didn't know this was a dance call. I wore like a cute little dress. So you have to be prepared. Always wear um, shorts underneath your dresses. Yeah, literally. So I, I, yeah, just never know what to expect with auditions. Everyone will be around slightly differently. Prepare as much as you can, but then you've just got to be open to adapting again because you just never know what you're going to get in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hold on. There's one more thing for audition stuff that we need. Do you use a mic? Because I'm also, like, looking for a mic. So I sometimes use this lapel mic. I've got a little lapel mic that was from Amazon. But I'm very lucky that my phone quality in terms of picking up the sound with video is so good. Um, And I find, obviously, on these editing apps now, you can turn the volume up slightly and there's, like, denoise filters and stuff. So I just tend to adapt it a little bit on there um, to make sure the sound's as crisp as possible. But, yeah, sometimes I use a mic. Sometimes it plays up a little bit. Um... So I yeah. I struggle with it sometimes, but uh, I like if my phone's on charge while I'm doing a tape, then I can't use it because I can't plug it in. Because um, mm-hmm. it's only like a cheap one that you plug in, but it does work sometimes. And I think it's, it is helpful to have, especially if I'm doing like a voiceover commercial, then of course I will use my mic. Um, or if it's for a commercial in general and I'm doing a voice, then obviously I will use the mic for that. But if it's like a theater self-tape, I, I shan't bother putting the mic on because I want to be able to move yeah. a bit more freely and stuff. Yeah, I agree with you. I think for you, for um, theater, it doesn't really matter as much. Unless it's, like, serious, like, text that um, it's, like, a rhythmic song or, or like, a pattern song. That I might Maybe Shakespeare I might use. put it on. Like, if it's for yeah, sonnet or something. Yeah, but I know a lot of people, they like using a microphone. Um, but I'm, like, in the search for one if I need one. Um, yeah. Just to see. Sometimes I feel like my um, my audio quality could just be a little bit better. Yeah, I think it, it depends on where you're at as well. So I think it's, like, an option that you can use, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It depends on exactly. where you're at. If, you're, if I was in a big echoey room, maybe I would. But I'm in quite a small, nice little space, so I... In terms of resonating, I don't think it needs too much. Yeah. Um, a question I have, and I've been getting a lot of, is can I apply to casting calls if they're not right for you? Do you want to take that one? Um, so I already answered that one. So no. So I wouldn't... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not you. Um, they're not trying to type you out. But if they're... If, they're looking at a spe- they're looking for a specific person, and if you don't fit that either in like the age range, because there's a reason why. If for like younger actors that are listening, if you're 14 and they're looking for like a 16 to 18, there's a, there's a reason why. Um, but also like ethnicity wise, like if you are not right for that, please don't audition for it because. They're not looking for your for you and your story yet. That's that's how I feel. Um, but there are definitely times where if you are looking at an equity audition and you really fit that part and you're not equity and you're like, I, I could be this part, like I could do it. Then I say you should submit 
I think you I think you can submit for that if you really know in your heart and be honest with yourself if you could do that part then I would submit but there are reasons where race ethnicity um, age I wouldn't personally no I completely agree with that and there's a lot of reasons and factors that come into play I posted one recently and they were looking for someone super specific and they're like, that's discrimination. I'm like, it's not. They've already cast the parents and they need their daughter to look the right mixture of ethnicity to play that part. Um, it's nothing exactly. against it. And obviously, like, they have everything like that in place to, to explain why on their site. So obviously I sent them to that bit. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, and sometimes with ages... I get, oh, they're looking for a playing age of 16. I'm 14, but they're only looking for people who are 16 to 18 to apply. Why can't I apply when I look 16? Because of working regulation laws. You know, your time will come. Unfortunately, it's one of those things. It's so much easier to get an older actor to play younger. And the reason is they can work more hours. They won't need to pay for extra chaperones and safeguarding regulations and licenses to have you on set. If you're an adult, it's so much easier for production companies. It's so much cheaper for them. So unless they are looking for something super specific, they will always try and cast an older actor to play younger because they'll be able to work longer hours. They won't have to sort out education and things like that. So um, there are reasons as to why it happens. So if you don't fit that role, if you're going to be 18 by the time they start filming, then I think it's okay. Um, but in terms of that, there are methods behind the madness. So trust the process. Your time will come. Be patient. And don't worry about applying to everything and everything. Because sometimes you, yeah. you can actually do yourself a disservice by doing that. If you apply to everything, people don't know, A, who you are and what you actually do and what you would be right for because you think you're right for everything. So it's hard for them to place you in something. And secondly, you can waste people's time and their time is very valuable. So if they've asked for something specific and you are not that and you still apply they might just be like, oh, they're going to apply to everything. I'm just going to take them off the email or, you know, things like that. So I would be very careful to submit things that you're right for. Yeah, I second everything she just said. <laughs> second it. Amazing. Um, so what is next for you in the next month? What's going to happen? I mean, we've got Crimbo. <sighs> I know. Have you started Christmas shopping yet? No, no, me neither. I'm not prepared. I'm not. I'm not ready. For that. <laughs> I mean, I um, I really have to start. Um, I like to start the first of December, so I'm not like struggling to the 25th. So I'm not like, ah, oh, I don't have a gift for this person. Um, but um, we're going home for. I know we always go home for the holidays, so I have to like get small packages so I'm not lugging all these packages with me on the on the subway on the train to get home to South Jersey so that's always in mind um but have you started no yeah no, no. Lewis's family are so prepared there's presents for us downstairs I I can't get past I was like just let me get into my job first let me get let me get into the contract yeah. and into the run and then I will Absolutely. face problems further down the line so it will be a last minute job this year I think but uh sometimes working under pressure sometimes that helps it's, it's so. nice yeah absolutely I think um 
I would like to focus on like, what are my goals for next year? Like write those down. I mean, I'm a huge goal girl. So I want to have those in place and I want to make sure like I really like do them. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's great to write stuff down and journal and everything, but you really have to like stay on top of it and like really focus on what you really want to do. Um, yeah, I think Christmas is a hard one because I don't want to say like no one's casting, but it's a lull. It's a lull month, which is actually kind of nice. Um, so I get to lull, hang out, audition, and then really like find a really good class, a really good acting class. I'm like ready to get back in it. And I feel like I told this before I, I found one and I'm like, nah, it's not my vibe. There was just like a couple things that I really wasn't, I wasn't comfy with and I didn't like it. So I've had to like listen to my intuition and just like not do that class. Um, and maybe do some dance classes. I haven't danced in a while. So I think getting back into a dance class would be fun and just like move the body. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we're not, for Limelight, we're not doing a 50-cent session because I know everyone is going to be so busy. Like, it's hard to get someone, um, one, to teach class for December because they're worrying about their things. But also, like, it's hard to get actors to take a class in December because there's a lot of stuff going on and people are in contracts and stuff like that. But I'm excited for for January's uh, 50-cent session. It's going to be a good one. That's really exciting. Yeah, it'll be good. And like new things for Limelight are coming. So we're ready. We're excited. And I can't wait to hear, because I think the next one, we'll probably discuss what we're doing New Year wise and what our goals are and stuff. Yeah, so it'll be good. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what you're going to be getting up to. Everyone have your goals ready, ready in place. Yes. And I think we can talk about how we're making our goals and how we're going to make them happen and hopefully that might help in terms of goal setting um for anyone who wants to join us in our little goal setting moments and we can help keep each other accountable as well which i feel is so helpful yeah because it's real like this um this thing that we do is guys it's really hard and it's hard you're gonna feel lonely at times because it's kind of just like a you sport in this moment it's not really a team until you get into the rehearsals until you find until you get a a cast of some sort so right now it's really just you and yeah it's lonely but find someone to keep you accountable that makes me accountable all the time so it's great um but just like really find that person and that's that will help you even if you're like calling your friend on the phone and like you guys submit auditions together that's awesome and you you want to have like you you want to you want to make it fun don't make it like oh i have to go on this site i have to audition and then like no you got to make it fun because if you don't it's not it's not going to be worth it for you absolutely i second that (laughs) (laughs) good you better (laughs) That was a threat. Just want to establish that. (laughs) Um, Spencer, I've loved chatting to you. Thank you so much for our chats. I enjoy them every month and it's so much fun to talk about where we're at and discuss industry topics because like you say, it's so important to have other people around you so you're not on your own. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm loving having a buddy to talk to. So thank you. I'm so grateful for you.
Thank you, everyone, for listening. We've loved chatting with you. I've been your co-host, Bethany Ullman. And I'm Spencer Martinez. And this has been Actors Unscripted. Mm-hmm.